just keeping on and be true to your what you love to do and be positive because your worst enemy can be yourself sometimes. So go for it. Welcome to Star of the Doubts. I am your host, Jared Easley. Joining me today, Jackie Lamb from Cheapsters.org. Jackie, welcome. Hi, nice to be here, Jared. Jackie, you're in San Diego. Why are you here? I'm here to connect with fellow money nerds. It's a one of a kind event. I like to think of it as the Comic Con for money <laughs> nerds because really a lot of us are hiding behind our computers, our microphones, our cameras. And this is the one time a year we all come out and get to meet our favorite bloggers and podcasters. Yeah, it's a really special event. I look forward to it every year. Yeah, yeah. So how many years have you been to FinCon? This is my third year. Your third year. What was it about FinCon that made you say, okay, I'm going to come into this? It's the people. Because as someone who is really into saving money and helping people have a good relationship with money, I feel like there's a lot of like-minded people here who are just genuinely happy to help. And they're really passionate about helping others develop a good relationship with money through like sharing information or personal experiences. And in a way, it's like a religion in a way, because you get that energy and that community. And then you realize why you do the things you do. Like, why do I spend hours or time writing for my blog? Or why do I spend time writing about personal finances? Because you really want to help people, you know? And there's a lot of people here who are just passionate, genuinely nice, caring people who are passionate about what they do. And yeah, so I come of all the conferences, if I had to pick one, this is the one. I have I totally no hesitation. Yeah. No hesitation on getting an early bird pass and you know, creating time to come to this every year. Jackie, have you always had a good relationship with money? I don't know. I've always been frugal. How about that? Okay. I I think my incentive was not necessarily from like having made awful mistakes, but seeing everyone around me make awful like mistakes with their money. And then also just being observant and wanting to help people not make those mistakes. Because, you know, I grew up in a, a family, a single parent home, and my okay. mom, really hardworking. But some of the misconceptions about money and credit, I feel like it wouldn't be something I would do, you know, just some personal choices. Like the other day I had, my mom asked me about like, oh, like if you pay off your credit card bill every month, are you going to get charged interest or something or something really weird like that to me it was like, no, you can pay it off and you wouldn't have to worry about interest or the misconception that you need to have a balance on your credit card to have a good score. Like these are just weird things. So like a lot of people around you, you realize you know more because you're so into it, but you live in a bubble and to like help people. So maybe in a way I've had a pretty good relationship with money, but it's still not perfect. So what's an example of where you were seeing what others were up to and they were showing you an example of what not to do? Oh man. (laughs) You don't have to name names. (laughs) Right. Well, just if there's some big, big mistakes, I feel like, like maybe taking a line of credit to maybe not putting your debt front and center, Right. you know, just kind of like pushing it under the rug and then just not making it a priority. And then like having other obligations or trying to help others. This is a big one. Helping others before you help yourself, Mm. which is the whole like, you know, being in an air on a plane and then there's an emergency and putting the gas mask or the air Air mask, mask, right? oxygen mask on you first. Yep. And I think a lot of people forget, like, you need to have a solid foundation and relationship with money before you can go and help others. Just lifestyle inflation is a huge one with my friends. Right. Friends who make lots of money, who are really talented. But then I see, like, I see what happens with them. Like, the first few months, they feel rich. Yeah, they they squander their money. They use it on frivolous things, and they forget about the end goals. Like, I really want to save for 
that awesome vacation or for that car or even for an emergency fund. But then, oh, I'm going to go blow 500 bucks on this thing I don't need, a gadget I don't need, or to do a, like a something really frivolous to me. I'm like, that would be great if you had the money, but would you rather spend money on like a $500 night out going drinking with your friends or would you spend that toward your emergency fund? Or even like a new computer that could help you with your work, you know, because these are things you talk about all the time and you make enough where you could or investing in a conference that's going to help you reach your goals and make better decisions. Yeah. That makes sense. Great to see people like you because I see the positive message you put on Instagram and I'm following your journey. And it's like, you know, the people, I think we forget that there's a lot of people out there who know nothing about money or they don't, don't have access. I have a friend who's doing a 30 day frugal challenge and she was like, Oh, can you help me? I'm like, yes. And I, well, what is the 30 day frugal challenge? Um, And let's hear the four tips. Yep. Yep. So the 30 day frugal challenge, my friend is doing like 30 day challenges. So she did one on like no uh, ride share, you know, 30 days of no drinking. So her frugal day challenge is just to be as frugal as possible. So my tips were just, you know, do you have a, do you track your spending? She's like, no, I'm like, First thing, get an app, track your spending, and figure out where your cat. What app do you recommend for um, that? Wow, there's so many. I like Mint's a good one. Mint's really popular. I like Level. Level. Level budget is actually one I use because it's simple, and you can. I only need so much information to be honest. There's a lot of information, which is good, but I only need like one thing. So Level, I recommend that. Learn best. Anything free because you don't want to have to yeah, pay yeah. right away unless you, you know. Makes so sense. I told her like, just track your spending and then really sit down with your budget. It's basic stuff, you know, sit down with your budget. And then I told her to cut back as much as you can. So to you, you and me, it's like really simple. But to her, it's like, oh, thank you for that. Or like just giving her apps. What are the basic principles of personal finance? Spend less, earn more, invest, save, right? So I that, told her... That's not obvious to everybody. Oh, okay, it's not obvious. Okay, so like for me, it's like set limits, like maybe a hundred bucks on clothes or nothing on clothes or give yourself jail free passes, which I've done. You know, I'm not going to spend money, money on clothes the next six months, unless it's for, you know, maybe working out or underwear, (laughs) you know, something essential, the necessities. (laughs) So, but yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right. So that's interesting. So Jackie, let's talk about Cheapsters because some people aren't going to be familiar with it. So let's talk about what that is and your involvement with it. Yeah. So Cheapsters is a blog I started for, I've had it since 2009. And it was really because I was really into meeting like-minded cheap people who <laughs> wanted to... I had a friend who took his severance pay, voluntarily got laid off to, to get the severance pay and traveled the world for two years. So like people who are really into financial or freedom. And so that translated into freelancing because I have a lot of friends who are artists and freelancers. And I was getting into that more and just how to balance your time, your money, and also your passion projects with your freelance life or your business. And so that's what Teachers is about. And it really is the mindset that money management is creative. Yeah. It's not boring. It's not dry. It's actually artistic and creative and also fun. Let's remember that managing your money is fun because once you gamify it, you have fun and you level up, you're like, this is awesome. Having $10,000 in my emergency fund is a good thing. Having that money for that next dream trip is awesome or a down payment on a house, baby fund, whatever you want to spend your money on. And like having the control to shape the life in accordance with your values. As you know, Jason Vitug and his frugal and the road to wellness right. is all about that. Aligning money with your values and having a good relationship. And that's the hardest thing in the world, as you know. So yeah. I think there's some people, and you've kind of hit on this, some people could have a negative connotation with the idea of cheap. 
they think, oh, cheap, that's not a good thing. So for someone who thinks that way, what would you say to them? Embrace the cheapness. <laughs> because cheap does have a negative connotation of being stingy. But frugality is really about value. It's not about being getting the lowest price at whatever cost, meaning like you're not going to get cheap tires. Because if you get cheap tires, you're going to regret that. So it's yeah, about value. You need tires. You, you, you want to think about value. And being cheap is actually a tool in your arsenal to level up. You can be cheap in some areas you don't care about. Like say you're someone who like doesn't care about clothes. You would save money on clothes or you really care about, you really love video games. So spend some more money on video games. No one's going to stop you. But Paula Pan has a great quote, you know, you can afford anything, but not everything. Mm. That's such a, such a great quote from her. So it's like, put your money where you want. So being cheap helps you put your money where you and the things you value the most. So when you were planning to come to FinCon, how were you practicing what you preach? What's the processes that you went through as you explored this trip? Uh, you mean in terms of like saving money? That saving kind of money, thing? planning it out, yeah. so on and so forth. Well, um, I looked into like parking. And so I live in LA, which isn't far. Okay. So I could have drove here, but instead I decided to take the train and instead of paying for parking and instead of the gas and all that stuff. Oh, that's smart. And then also just getting a roommate and then figuring out where all the snacks were. <laughs> You know, no, snacks the and snacks. meals. That's good. You know, and just really enjoying people, not worrying too much about like spending money on like Chotskis or trips, but like just the value of FinCon, I think is just the people. I really believe that. And obviously like the sessions and learning. Are you willing to share what you spent for FinCon? Sure. <laughs> I'm just curious. I got the early bird pass. I was 150. And then my hotel shared was about 380. Right. And then Amtrak was about 80. So, I mean, it wasn't out. Then you got some miscellaneous meals. Yeah, I would miscellaneous guess, right? meals. So, so far, I've, without any of the miscellaneous stuff, I haven't spent any money on meals yet. So, yeah, to. Yep. 80, 100. Yeah. So, what is that? 230. So, maybe about 600, 700. Yeah. So, what, mean, somebody could spend 1,500 bucks. Right, you're, you're only spending. Yeah. And I know some people are getting like free hotels through all the, the, tra- the hacks and stuff. Right. But, right. you know, that's another time opportunity thing where like, if you're into it, then do it and get the free points for the free hotels and the free travel. But like, I'm just not that into travel hacking. That's me, though. That's so okay. I'm willing to like, you know, do other things to save money. Well, I absolutely love it. I think it's creative. So for someone who's wanting to improve this area of their life, what tips, what advice do you have for them? They're not there yet, but they're wanting to go in that direction. What yeah. can they do? Well, I mean, you mentioned a couple steps earlier, but yeah. what else? Well, I'm dealing with improving my exercise and diet, okay. which is the hardest thing. So I think for me, it was examining my relationship with food. So examining your relationship with money, which is probably the, the top thing, and finding, figuring out what your end goal is. Because saving money is not that exciting by itself, but like figuring out like what it can buy you in the long run and envisioning that goal is the first step. And examining your relationship with money is probably an so important what are you, step. So what are some of your goals? My, some of my goals is just to keep on freelancing, actually, to, so I can learn and pass it on to others. I'm working on a book series. It's to help artists with money. So I have actually a couple of talks at art galleries in the next year. Oh, I love it. I'm really excited about that because artists have a very complicated relationship with money on many levels. Sure. Um, a lot of them don't have any. <laughs> a lot of them don't have it, right? And a lot of them, when they do get it, feel kind of conflicted about it, selling out and all that stuff. And it's also a population that I feel like really could use some personal finance information. I think for me, just kind of growing, doing what I'm doing and aligning it with my passions. But I don't have anything big like buying a house or getting married right now. Fair but, enough. You know, I have, I'm starting to, I'm keeping, I'm saving on a, a consistent basis, which is good, as much as I can. Retirement, of course. Sure. Investing, you know, 
Meat and potatoes. <laughs> no shame in that. So, yeah. Jackie, where can people learn more about what you're up to? Yeah, well, they can definitely check out cheapsters.org okay. to learn more about what I'm up to and my stories, my failures, my successes. And then just find me there. That's a good place. And I love it. I write for different outlets, too. So they'll probably see me. Okay. We always like to close the show with final thoughts. Do you have any final thoughts? No thoughts. Just keeping on and be true to your what you love to do. And yeah, be positive. Like, you know, Jared, be, be starve like your Jackie. doubts. <laughs> oh, starve your doubts. I yeah. love that message, starve your doubts. You know, because you're worse than you can be yourself sometimes. Yep. So go for it. Well said. Jackie, okay. thank you so much. Thank you. Best wishes to you and the Cheapsters Nation. Thanks so much, Jared. There really is the mindset that money management is creative. It's not boring. It's not dry. It's actually artistic and creative and also fun. Let's remember that managing your money is fun because once you gamify it, you have fun and you level up. You're like, this is awesome. 